What's up, everybody? Episode 19 of the No Chance Podcast. As always, your lovely hosts, Ryan and Nate. We want to say to everybody that celebrates Christmas, Merry Christmas. And what is it today? The, 20... the 28th? 28th. Yeah, so, yeah, 28th. Merry Christmas. I think Kwanzaa's still going on. Maybe Hanukkah's still going on. But shout out to everybody that celebrates some sort of holidays because it is a very festive time. We have New Year's coming up. Do you have any New Year's plans? Uh, nope. All right, cool. <laughs> I've never had New Year's plans before. We would usually just like roam around the city and hopefully run into something that seemed exciting but mo- more often than not we would just be getting kicked out of everywhere because you know how they charge like crazy um cover fees for mm-hmm. wherever you go nowadays but to anybody that is celebrating over the new year's be safe please don't drink and drive or if you do just be cool <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding we don't condone, we don't that, condone that at all um that. but yeah so for this week i thought it would be very necessary to kind of talk about you know, because it is the end of the year and 2018 is, you know, fast approaching, fastly yeah. approaching. We wanted to do our top three uh, lists of 2018. We have maybe about like seven to eight different categories. We thought it'd be really cool to just go over a little bit of everything that we talked about for the past 19 episodes. 19. How, how long is that? Like four months, three one every week 19 what's 19 weeks hey siri what's 19 weeks four four and three quarters of a month wow five months we haven't even been doing this for for half a year yet and we feel like we're well we are the leading streetwear podcast in the The world currently number one on itunes you know a lot of other stuff (laughs) um i don't know if that's a real thing but i'm just gonna say it yeah and before we get into the list I've been seeing a lot lately in terms of people talking, uh, maybe like uh, like media outlets, like a business of fashion or or, you know, major people in street were like a Bobby hundreds. Everyone is always talking about the podcast, not our podcast specifically, not yet, at least. But in terms of the podcast being an outlet for fashion brands or as I said in one of my old um, payouts, it was um why certain like brand like head of brands maybe like a bobby hundreds uh whoever other people why they don't have podcasts for themselves to kind of like spit knowledge and help kids or people who want to create a brand actually do it i was like why do they keep talking about this idea of a podcast and they still haven't noticed us like we've been doing this for about five months everyone's always talking about What's your favorite podcast to listen to? Emily Oberg always says, like, what's a good podcast to listen to? I'm like, if you have you not decided to, like, search on Apple Podcasts, like, just type in streetwear and see what's there. You know, there's not a lot. I'd say there's maybe, like, five. At most. And only, like, two, including us, is posting every week or every so often. Yeah. So that's one thing I hope people pick up in 2018. But we'll get get more into, into... what our predictions are for popping things in 2018 but for now Us? let's yeah exactly come on now we had over 400 listens that may not be a lot to a lot of people but 400 listens from two people from some random place in california to get 400 listens on a podcast that they just decided to start on their own with no back i can flex all day but you know what i mean um 
All right, let's get into our top three lists. Top three lists. We have about eight different lists. We're going to try to cover them pretty quickly because we got a lot to cover, and I know we can banter all day about them. So we'll kind of keep it to maybe like two to three minutes per person's top three. So, all right, for my first top three, we're go- we're doing the top three shoe releases of 2017. Okay. Now, and mind you, we haven't told each other our top exactly. Threes, yeah, so we did that on purpose yeah. so we can kind of be not necessarily surprised, but there can be a Somewhat debate. Unbiased. Because I because yeah. I know that if you were to tell me your top three a couple days ago, we'd already be wasting half of the podcast on texting each other about each other's top three. Yep. So so we decided to save it. Yes, so that makes things a little bit more exciting. All right, so top three shoe releases of 2017. This is Ryan speaking, if you don't already know my voice. I'm going to say, obviously, and I I feel like you could agree with me on this one. Let's let's hope. Off-White Air Jordan 1. That's damn near the best shoe that that came out this year. Okay. Um, It is on every single, like, cover of, like, top shoe lists that everybody put out. So I'm not by myself here air jordan for cause just because of what it was for the culture um cause is a big collaborator he's been doing a lot of collaborations um lately and some of his collaborations with nike in the past have always been the most coveted and doing it on a jordan 4 is way better than doing it on any other bum ass jordan i would say like 1 11 and 4 would probably be the best or 3 to be honest and um the balenciaga Triple S, right? That's yeah. what that's what it's called. Yeah. Balenciaga Triple S. That was top three. Top three you? shoe releases of twenty seventeen. Balenciaga, because it was like the peak of where this like chunky shoe fad is gonna be, the Balenciaga is right there at the top. I don't think anything's gonna get better than that. Um they tried doing that with the hyperdap to have like this like chunky looking, like weird looking shoe, but I think that that's gonna be like the best one. Um to come for a while i don't i haven't seen anything better than that since unless yeezys come out with something crazy but that's my top three balenciaga triple s off-white air jordan one and air jordan four cause i think that's right. I, I think that's uh, okay. i mean i saw it on a couple lists um so I'm, I'm definitely not alone there but all right what you got um for me number one off-white nike there blazers nike blazers blazers what? dude I've been wearing mine to death. Okay, all right. Those, <laughs> I'm, I'm partially biased because, like, the Blazers... Because you own a pair, yeah, also. The Blazers one of my favorite shoes, regardless of the Off-White collab, so... Got it. I really like that one because it's, like, super understated. Number two, Air Max 97. Oh, that, that was, like, borderline. That was, like, almost top. Me, such, such a sick shoe, such a classic shoe. Yep. Um, That's perfect. Yeah, it's, like, a perfect shoe. Um... And then third, mm, this one's tough. Fuck, I had one in mind. I forgot what it was. Um, what the fuck was it? There's a lot of there's just there's there's so many that run through your mind that have gone throughout 2017. Like I was just thinking about this the other day. I was like, 2017 had a lot of fire releases, a lot of great collaborations, a lot of um, amazing shit that, to come out. Damn, but uh, it d- doesn't probably, ring a bell often. Ooh, um, a Cold Wall Air Force Ones. All right, so all right, th- this is the one that we can debate on. All right, okay, tell me, tell me why, tell me why, or why you felt like that was in your top three. 
Um, I don't know. I just liked it. It was like a departure from what I've seen like other Air Force One collaborations look like. It was very like industrial looking. Like, yeah. Very muted like color palette. So I like that a lot. Um, it definitely it definitely yeah. has that. Like I can totally see. And these were the highs, right? They had uh yeah they had the highs. So yeah, the yeah. highs. I felt all right. This is this is the thing. So when they when Nike released their their special forces Air Force One, right? That mm-hmm. you already knew that that was the trend mm-hmm. that they were going into urban utility wear um, kind of tech wear acronym tech yeah. wear exactly. Yeah. So when a cold wall came out of nowhere, like it literally came out of nowhere for most people who don't follow like a sort of niche fashion circle of people. Um, and they're just like, who the hell is a, co- a cold wall? Like, you think that they had just ran out of names to name their brand at that yeah. point, you know? But when they came out with the, the Air Force One High, and then I think the the traditional lacing system was crossed, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like an X. Like, yeah. you only use four circles out of all of them. And it was just like, it's basically how a lot of the, like, the, the more popping like, uh, like you know, like mini swoosh, mm-hmm. like the girl who designed shoes, or even that whole group of people that did that designed shoes for Vote Airbag or whatever. It's very like DIY. Yeah, very yeah. DIY esque, yeah. which is a thing of 2017. Like the whole yeah. DIY, like uh, bootleg vintage thing, which mm-hmm. I I can totally see why you chose that. But Actually, I think I'm gonna retract that third one. Oh, Sorry. after <laughs> I know after all that. All right, uh, what 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 do you got? I'm gonna do the Tom Sachs Mars Yard. Fuck you, 2.0. man! Damn it! I'm gonna have to do that one. That one was. All right, we can totally fire. agree on that one. I I totally give that one like um, a huge praise. I just like the concept behind the shoe, and I yeah. like the story behind the shoe. Um, yeah. I remember seeing it like the original. Yeah. Like version, seeing that online. I just I like, like how people wear them. Yeah. And that was like the whole premise behind releasing it at the time was like. Okay, we're gonna put you on this ferry to this island. Yeah, it was it? That's where the Statue of Liberty was, right? Oh, uh, I don't. They, I don't even know. Exactly I forgot where, where it was, they. But yeah, they had like the, the like thing. um the big like influencer release is like the yeah. the latent term for it. Took everybody, put them on a ferry, brought them to an island where the, he he was. Did a presentation, did all this other shit. But the whole thing was you had to wear the shoe at the time. Yeah, which is cool because like it makes sense, even though that shoe's worth like. A couple hundred, almost like, like maybe a thousand high, even? high, yeah, yeah almost mean, a borderline yeah. a thousand. So that makes sense. But yeah, I, lo- I love that shoe. That's that's a great top three, and you rarely see them for sale because everyone's wearing them. Yeah, which is cool. All right, next one. Damn, this is gonna be hard. We spent like ten minutes <laughs> just on the first list. All right, cool. Um, talking about collaborations, let's do top three collaborations. Um, this could be shoes, could be clothing, this could be furniture, whatever. Um, damn, I just thought of a good one. All right, cool. I'll do mine. So obviously Nike and Off-White. Okay. I would say like the the most coveted, most talked about of 2017, even though it only happened in the last like two what, and a half, two, three, three months. months. Yeah. But a lot of people were talking about it prior to that as well as, as more samples and leaked pictures were coming out. Um, Supreme and Louis Vuitton, just because of what that does for uh, the streetwear culture in you know, mending the high fashion with the, the streetwear and that whole conversation being started on all these like GQ and Vogue and all these th- people talking about, is streetwear and high fashion going to you know be one and the same? 
Um, so I really like what that's been doing with the conversation. It gives us more content to talk about <laughs> also. And probably one of my favorites just because a couple things. So I'll say it first. So Cause and Uniqlo was probably one of my favorite collaborations of 2017 because of the fact that you could get it at an affordable price because cause artwork is expensive as shit and all of those old like original fake designs were semi used in the making of all these clothing so for people like me who wasn't really around at the time or wasn't really industry wear at the time yeah when original fake was around gave me a chance to be like oh like i can appreciate causes work too at an extremely affordable price they're even on sale right now exactly I went to a uniqlo store the other day they had the plush toys on sale for like 20 bucks yeah. like the bigger ones the, l- the large ones yeah. right yeah so they definitely did something there and i think it was a great collaboration um calls in uniqlo being my number one all right is that it yeah did, all right top three. three uh okay for me probably junior north face collab tight that, one was, that super was tight sick. uh if you guys don't if you guys haven't seen it basically what they did is that they turned like a either a backpack or like their base camp duffel and they turned yeah. it into like a like a jacket pretty much yeah. which is pretty sick it's pretty not crazy gonna lie. pretty crazy for what it is yeah so that um i just like the whole repurposing thing the second would be off-white levi's made and crafted damn it yeah i think they forgot about that one yeah but yeah that was really super cool. subtle release like I don't think that one was too hyped. I just like it because it's kind of a different take on yeah. like traditional workwear. So that one's yeah. cool. Um, third one. Hmm. Fuck, I just had a third one. I like one. that Levi's uh, one. That one's really cool. Levi's one was sick. Um. Damn, that was my third one. <laughs> maybe I always get stuck on the third one. Like, I can't think of the third one. Because you can't, like, you're trying, maybe there's, like, a bunch in your head, but you're trying yeah. to choose one that's, like, worthy yeah. of the oh, top three. I guess Supreme Louis Vuitton, too. Okay. Just, I don't, I didn't necessarily like it, but just for what it was. Yeah. And how, I guess you could say that it's pushing the envelope of what streetwear is. Yeah. And how it fits into fashion. Um, totally I'll, agree. I'll give it to them. I can't, yeah. I can't disagree on any of any of your collaborations they were all good i i really wish that i was able to grab the levi's made and crafted one but as it was at off-white prices which is off the charts so yeah that doesn't work for a lot of us okay cool let's go we'll do that um the, well, i'll skip one and we'll get back to it after this but okay um let's do the because you told me you had a lot for these ones let's do mm-hmm. the top three fashion trends of 2017 all right so basically, which trends we thought were cool? Um, what do we, you know, what we think about them? So you can go first on this one All right. if you want. Um, number one, I would probably have to say the return of wide leg trousers or wide leg pants was like one of my top trend. Um, I don't know. For me, like I've always worn like slim pants, so I think it was just a cool time to kind of experiment with different fits. Definitely. So that's why I like that trend. Um, number not bad. Two, not bad. I guess side bags would be one. Okay. I don't okay. Think, good one. I mean, good that's one. been a, that's been a thing for like a few years now, but it kind of peaked yeah. this year. Yeah, um, it definitely did. I think 
a lot of the more like low-key brands that have been doing it kind of putting their own spin on it has been cool yeah also like the whole like designer like side bag like, oh yeah and stuff. they've like, been, been, been a lot really cool. of those you yeah. got the gucci side bag and all that other shit yeah, yeah. and then number three would probably be like kind of the return of like menswear or like more businessy attire yeah just because like i don't know that's the stuff that i like like i grew up wearing like preppy shit so yeah you see a lot of people wearing like houndstooth pants houndstooth pants or like like basically like, like the plaid like yeah, plaid bottoms like suit jackets with yeah. like hoodies under i yep. think that was really cool because that's like, like that that's definitely like how i like to dress very like menswear and streetwear inspired so yeah, yeah and you, we could three. almost like build this top three fashion trend list if we like were to walk into like an urban outfitters yeah you're like oh that did good okay yeah. yeah i know that did good yeah all right so good one um top three fashion trends for myself i would say and we talked briefly on this so you would you're probably going to disagree but for me it was the whole chunky <sighs> shoe fad i love i love the way so i could like when when i when we're talking about chunky shoes like growing up skateboarding in like the early early 2000s like shoes were not like slim like obviously people grew into like vans authentics and old schools and half cabs and stuff when they started to slim down but everybody was all about big puffy tongues and crazy tech that nobody knew what was there for so i always loved i always wore these big ass chunky dcs and s's and all that stuff so to see it again but being styled and all that stuff and taking inspiration from older skate shoes i think it looks pretty cool for me personally am i gonna wear them i've probably not like i find myself the chunkiest shoe that i probably wear would probably be an air max 97 and i i would think that that's chunky because of how it looks and just how bulky it is but overall it's not a trend for me but i think as an overall trend it looks really cool on a lot of people um second one side bags of course like okay okay I'm, I'm down with that huge advocate for the side bags sometimes you don't like carrying your phone or your wallet in your pocket maybe you're in a foreign country you got to put in a bag in front of you it's true that's that's just real um so we can both agree on that one and this this third one i'm still on the fence about because i have two here that i may or may not switch up but i'll just say both of it for the fuck of it so track suits I thought Ooh, was super sick track suits, one. track yeah. pants, nylon track pants, whatever. Um, anything with the stripe down the side looks really cool. Um, I don't like, well, actually it depends probably cause I don't like the ones they put out at urban outfitters with the, with the stripe on the side. I think Trash. that's whack, but yeah. the overall look of it, it's, it just, Dude, it's kind of, you've been sleek. talking about those Stussy track pants for yeah. like the longest and I've, time. And I've like never months. bought them. <laughs> but i i love the look um it just it's more comfortable i like like the whole bigger pants thing that that nate was saying it's just more comfortable and more relaxing um and then band tees like band tees i think like vintage band tees i think coming back was like super sick um yeah we were super on that yeah beginning of the we were like when we were like thrifting for like a good couple months we were like on like trying to find them trying to do whatever and then when we went and whenever we went to like a flea market we were trying to find them so that was like really fun um i think that was really cool i got over it really fast though like the like vintage wrap tees like i have so many in my closet that i just don't even wear anymore because i'm just like 
I'm so tired of this graphic. Yeah. That's one thing that 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 we'll get into. But one of the things that I'm tired of in 2017 are graphic T-shirts. For myself personally, I I'm forever gonna start wearing like the little little scripts on the left, like under yeah. the the left chest or whatever. Just like basic stuff like that. Um, that's gonna be my new thing for 2018. But for fashion trends, chunky shoes, track suits, side bags, and band tees. I thought they all did really good this year, at least. Yeah. No. Yeah. For cool. Sure. Um, want to do top three worst trends now? Yeah, let's do that. We, right. We're calling it top three trashiest trends. Yeah. Just because it kind of rolls off the tongue. So, you want to go with this first? one? I'll, I'll, I'll go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll go first. All right. Um, number one, I'm sorry, man. Has to be chunky sneakers. Ah. <laughs> that trend to me, I didn't really like. Not necessarily because of this. Well, okay. Some of the sneakers were pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I would say a, maj- a majority. They were ironically. They're supposed to be ironically good, but they're yeah. pretty bad in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and also just like, I don't know. I saw a lot of people that didn't really style them well. Yeah. Like I think with the shoe, like the triple S or like the wave runner, yeah. you're wearing like skin tight jeans. Not a good no, look. No, 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 Not no. a good look. I've only ever seen one person pull it off and it was a picture of Pharrell, but what can't he pull off That's true. at the end That's of the true. day? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's number two. And this has been a trend for like a few years now, but those like round white Kurt Cobain sunglasses. Oh, Dude, clout I, glasses. Yeah, I hate those so much. Yeah, those I are bad. I never like those. They I, never look good on me either. They never look good on anybody, <laughs> period. Like, I, I despise those. I wonder what the background me. is for how he got those glasses. It was probably just something that he's like like a, a girl threw on stage and then he just decided to wear it and then it was just his like signature look or yeah, something like but that. I, I really do not like those. Yeah, they're um, all right. What uh, was my Numero third one? Numero three. Uh, number three. Number three. Oh, the whole oversized belt thing. Hmm. I did not really like that at all. You talking about belts around the jackets or around the cloak or like, like actual belt? Like the off, like the off-white industrial belt. Ah, okay, like okay. Like there a, we go. People wearing like a ten-foot belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the floor. Draping. I'm good, man. Uh, it, it was it, like the worst you could get is like a shoelace belt. Don't go past that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay. Some, to be fair, some people could pull it off, but I just see it worn like the same exact way. Yeah, and like I feel like there's so much you could do with that. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? Like there's so many you could, ways you could you wear could it. use it as a noose and hang yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't do that. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for episode 19. <laughs> but I like that. No, well, I can agree with the two, but I I like the the. The idea of the industrial belt and it's like versatility. I like the idea. I dislike the execution. Okay, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect way to, to, to frame that one. Is that, that was that's, that? That's, that's three, three, right? Yep. All right, yeah. cool. Top three trashiest trends from me is going to be, <laughs> and I'm, um, I had this in here before you even said it, so I'm not like pandering to your response, but huge pants, kind of pissed, like, it, it was all right let me be specific like, okay like describe these huge pants that you're so huge pants not in the sense of like dickies or like like uh i guess like if we're thinking about huge pants i'm talking about big ass bell bottoms because i've been seeing a lot of that being worn lately like hella like long too like yes draping, so like, like uh uh, a Christina Pack wears a lot of big ass pants. Yeah, I mean on women, I think it's on okay. W- uh, it, that's that's the thing, the, the part that that yeah. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent about, and that's one of the trends that I would see a little bit too much done 
more often than not a little bit too wrong so yeah that was one of the things that i disliked for 2017 and disclaimer we're in by no means fashion experts so please don't hate on us this These is are just true solely our opinions solely our opinions you but our opinions do matter yeah, because we have <laughs> three thousand fucking <laughs> listens feel free to debate with us but, all right yeah so off of the huge pants i'd say all of these like emo brands was like one of my the trashiest trends. Like na- okay, name. Oh, oh. I'm I'm, I'm thinking about saying names, but I'm I'm gonna just keep it at emo, emotional, yes, like I know exactly which very one. depressed yeah. brands of 2017. I don't think that, that was a good one. It that one's kind of like a weird thing to deal with because you want things to like celebrate positivity and like you want, uh, but then when you really think about it, these could be brands that could you know, be about kids who don't have a place to, you know, really confine in and actually have a clothing brand now. So maybe there's, is there glitter on my hand? Why do you have glitter? Where's all the glitter from? It was Christmas, man. Like, why the hell is there glitter on my hand? Um, But yeah, I think these, the the emo brands, I think need to to cut it out and maybe just like take a different approach. But what can I say? I don't have a brand. Um, Okay. Third one, Thrasher ripoffs. Was one of the the trashiest trends like of the, 2017. Like bootleg logos. Bootleg logos, mm. not bootleg in terms of the grand scheme of bootleg, yeah. but anything that had that that flame thrasher um, uh, font, basically. Yeah. So yeah. I know that you know Forever 21 did it. A bunch of different brands were doing it for 2017. Cut that shit out. That's to be solely for Thrasher and them doing a collaboration with whoever. But don't rip that logo off or, or rip that font off anymore. That shit is terrible. I remember when I went to Japan and I would go to like the um, like they're like clothing markets. Yeah. It was just a bunch of fake flame logos and it was like the most hurtful thing ever. Um, but yeah, that's the my our top three trashiest trends. I think we should go into let's go in this one. This one's pretty good because you brought this one up. Um, let's go to top three if we're talking about trash top three overrated <laughs> releases overrated um, okay releases. i'll go um all the easy releases ever this year good overrated B- soul believer in that semi-frozen yellow Ugh, piss more like really frozen <laughs> trash um what else what else is there what else can I hate on? You go ahead, hate uh, man. This is the chance. That's a, that's why I put them back to back so you can uh, um, hate. What are we doing? Top three worst. Top three overrated. Okay, I see where your where your opinions lie for uh, for Yeezys, but okay. Um, Top three overrated releases of 2017. All right, you go, you go. You. Okay, we'll do okay. like one by one. All right, all right. Mine. It was this whole collection that Nike put out of the. Nike, Travis Scott, Acronym, and Rockefeller. Like, the hype around that. That was the most overrated thing? I thought that was super overrated. Yeah. Because it was so it was so was big during Complex Con time. Everybody was like, oh, my God. Like, these are so dope. Like, the execution on these are so dope. But as a standalone shoe, each one, maybe Travis Scott's Air Force One would have had it. But as a they, they released them as, like, a collection. Yeah. And it was just completely whack. Rockefeller Air Force Ones were sitting, like, after the release anyway so okay i got one i got one go um fuck i just forgot all right here let I'm me going. i'm gonna go on my second <laughs> i don't know I'm what's go, wrong with me i'm gonna today, go on my dude. second one no idea what's wrong all right with me today. Go second ahead. most overrated 
release of 2017 were the Supreme Subtempos, Uptempos, oh, whatever yeah, you want to call them. Those came out this year? Yeah, they did. Oh, Complete like trash. Like, I hate it. I, okay, I love the shoe for how they basically took the shoe and redesigned it with the S-U-P, R-E-M-E, around, mm-hmm. the, around the shoe. That's super cool. But as a shoe and the hype surrounded surrounded by it, nobody gives a fuck Ooh. about up tempos. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, like, well, some, some do. people so, can pull some, them off. Some do, yeah. but the mass majority don't. So I don't think that I think that they are pretty overrated. Ooh, I got one. Year. I got Go one. North Face Supreme collab that just dropped like a few weeks ago or like a month or two ago. Yeah, you talking yeah. about the uh, the Alpine Alpine yeah. jackets with the 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 mountain print yeah. on it? Overrated. Not that great of a collab. Not that great. I like their more low-key stuff better. Like, yeah. I like the North Face Supreme collabs, but that one was not that great. That yeah, I think overrated. so, too. I think um, I think they're starting to use the same jackets over and over again. I don't really like that. I like if they re- were to use, like, different materials or something. Maybe if they use, like, shit, faux furs in now. Like, they should have used faux fur. Yeah. Or, or if they pulled, like, an archive-like silhouette from, like, yeah. North Face, that would be sick, too. Yeah, or something just super ob- ob- obscure, you know what I mean? Yeah. That'd yeah. be really cool. Um, you got a number three, and then I'll take mine. Let me, let me get a number two. Oh, I got a number three. Oh, yeah, that number was three. your number oh, two. Number three. <laughs> um, you go first. You go first. All right, all right. Um, overrated release, Adidas Power Phase. Yeah. You know the shoe that looks like that Fila shoe that was, like, really popular? Box. yeah terrible oh yeah reebok i felt like that the calabasas was so overly hyped resale value was terrible yeah like uh, i didn't really like that shoe and the colorways were 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 pretty disgusting too so adidas power phase or calabasas whatever you want to call it was super overrated uh my number three would have to be the stash spiridon overrated yeah oh no it was pretty like i appreciate what like what it could have been what it meant oh i appreciate the narrative behind it but the execution i think yeah i know it was terrible execution i just not that it was a bad shoe but it was just a shoe that i i couldn't really wear maybe that's why i think it's overrated but i I think there there was there was no machine pushing it like pushing the hype around it like it was just like oh here's a shoe that stash did and put it on sneakers and release it if they did like an air force one again that would be sick or like th- a dunk or yeah. like something crazy. Yeah. But I mean, it was, it was okay. I thought they were going to do um, okay. an Air Force. Uh, that sounded like more of like what they're in or what they've been doing with releases okay, in the past. Okay. I'm not Okay, let me frame it this way. I don't think it's a bad release. I just think it was a little underwhelming for the amount of hype that it got. Yeah. So definitely. That's what I mean. like Especially if you cool. could buy it 2 days after yeah, it released. Yeah, it was cool, but it wasn't, you know, it didn't live up to the hype. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our top three for overrated releases of 2017. Let's just jump into the underrated then. Right, what I'll do you go. got for What do you got um, for underrated? Nike Solan Dunks that just came out. Very underrated. underrated. Very with underrated. With the jewel swoosh. Oh my god. Over the oh my god. Fire. The highs fire. with the white. Oh my. Crazy. God. What Nike's been doing with SB in terms of like their use of like exposed tongues and like all these like different. They're doing so much different shit. Super cool huge fan of that um my number one for underrated releases any converse collaboration that came out this year oh, is damn. super yeah, under fucking rated fuck. every converse collaboration is underrated i felt like these jw anderson's that just came out with the glitter speaking of glitter on my hand um that i felt like that was super underrated yeah i felt like um the even the shit the, the golf stuff was super underrated uh, what else came out 
Um, fucking stuff. fucking everything. One stars oh, were Carhartt work in progress. Carhartt work in progress. Every one, one star Jack Purcell that came out was like super underrated. Engineered garments. Come on, plot. man. That's that's Dude, fucking so crazy. Many, like yeah. there was there was a lot of that this um this year and i feel like a lot of converse stuff goes super underrated which helps for me so i can get discounted (laughs) online but uh, you know um you got you got a number number two for the underrated i would probably i would probably have to agree with you converse collabs yeah um if we're talking specifically yeah carhartt work in progress which i have definitely have the tiger camo 70s one of my favorite shoes i do not want to wear them because i don't know i got those (laughs) in new york and i was super surprised that they had them so those mean a lot to me. Um, the clot one stars with the like the hairy suede. Yeah. With the text on the uh, sidewall. Yep. So fire. Yeah. Like very definitely. Underrated. Definitely. And then the Jade or no ASAP Nas. Oh ASAP yeah, Nass. yeah, that was super Somewhere underrated in too. Converse Chuck Taylor seventies super fire with super, the plaid. Crazy, super underrated. crazy underrated. Very underrated. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Number two for me, and I don't I don't know why you threw this in your overrated list, but the Spirit on stashes what? I felt like were super underrated. Probably probably because they flew so under the radar and when the picture came out, there's so many stash loyalists that were super into the shoe. He hadn't done anything recently with any clothing or shoes in a, in a minute so having something like that pop up and on a spirit on nonetheless just felt like it was done in the 90s so mm-hmm. it made sense the shoe I, w- I wanted to buy the shoe but when i saw it i was like yeah there's no way i can wear this shoe but overall i felt like that was super underrated the bag that came with it was trash at the end of the day Aww. it was a it was a oh, it was I, got, a, I bought that <laughs> not for yourself that. shut up it was a huge it was a huge ass fail for that bag i thought it was going to be like a like a, a normal side bag like they've been doing with like their tech hip waist bags but i felt like that was super underrated for my number two um what am i on three now what are we on three yeah um, number three do you have one in mind go ahead yeah my i'm just my off the top the Tom Sachs Mars Yard 2.0 was okay. my most under my I'll put that as number one on the most underrated releases just because it came out around the time that Off-White and all that other stuff came out mm. cause as well. So it got super overshadowed. Um, you never heard anything after the first initial weekend release and like there, you know, people posting on Instagram, whatever influencers. But for the most part, um, people aren't even really talking about it. As of right now, it's still off-white, still cause, etc. So I think Tom Sachs, Mars Yard 2.0 was the number one underrated uh, release. All right. For me, it would probably have to be Stussy's, like, mainline stuff. Ah. All of their, their, like, new, like, ready-to-wear kind of cut-and-sew stuff that they're putting out. Crazy. Yeah. So sick. No. Like, I I think in the past two years, they've gotten a lot better. And kind of distancing themselves from being associated as like a mall brand, yeah. and actually returning into the spotlight as like a streetwear brand. They so. definitely fall by the wayside when it comes to their releases, just because it's all about what's currently hyped yeah. right now. Everybody's focused on other like the more popular stuff. And we'll talk about whatever. this towards the end, but we want to talk eventually for predictions for 2018. But just to preface that particular topic, do you think Stussy is going to have? It's going to be their year that. Dude, I see it. I'm seeing it everywhere already. Like, I know. 
everybody that I follow on Instagram that's somewhat like famous or like works in the industry, yeah. whatever, like they're all rocking Stussy, like yep. vintage Stussy, that's new it. Stussy, all that stuff. We're so. calling that, and we have an, gonna, a couple yeah. other ones. We'll, we'll be calling um, in the future or at, towards the end of this episode. Um, before we get into the final two topic, let's do. Here's a good one. Let's do <coughs> top three viral moments in the streetwear world. So basically what this means is um, any sort of um, newsworthy streetwear moments that took place. Maybe it was like a, a huge shoe release or, you know, um, for example, this is not one of mine, but this could be an example. Maybe like the whole off-white seminar thing that was like highly covered was like really cool that was mm -hmm. something that was you know they had they pretty much owned everyone's attention for you know those three days while they're in new york whatever that could be a viral moment but my number one or not my number one I'd, i'm gonna say my number two is gonna be complex con like why not complex yeah. con right yeah, like was it was super like too. i was uh planning on going didn't end up going but you know, you had NERD performing their new album. You had all the shoe releases, Air Jordan Top 3 2.0s. You had Undefeated Air Max 97s. You had fucking, oh, my God. Uh, Sean Weatherspoon's Air Max 97 was on none of our lists. God damn it. That I mean, was that shoe was cool. I thought that it was, that was a good shoe. it was like a it was a huge shoe, but yeah. that was also released at Complex Con. There's a lot of other shit going on at Complex Con. It's where all of our attention was, you know, pretty much at at the time over that weekend. But I think that that was like a huge moment in 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 the streetwear world. So that's definitely one of my top three for vi viral moments. Right, can I go? Because that that kind of segues into this. Um, I was gonna say one of my top viral moments of. 2017 was kind of like the resurgence or like the rise of thrifting and yeah like round, round two kind of yeah gained more traction that's and more huge spotlight. so i think that was really big i love that moment yeah that's so that awesome cool that's awesome especially for people like us that like like that sort of stuff that mm -hmm. are kind of like nostalgic about stuff that we grew up on yeah i think that was really cool for us and so. to be to be completely honest there's some people that still haven't grasped the idea of thrifting yet it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like my own girlfriend still kind of like cringes at the idea of buying secondhand clothing. But when she starts to see like what is available secondhand, yeah. it changes your fucking Like mindset. my mom, every time I wear something that looks vintage, she'll ask me like, why are you wearing like an old person's clothes? Exactly. Like, right. It's think, like yeah. it, my mom always think that thinks that if you buy something from a Goodwill or, you know, a, a, a thrift town that somebody had died in it. Yeah, dude, that's exactly. <laughs> my mom said that too the other day. She was like, "Yeah, the person that owns that's probably dead." Exactly. Like, it's just like right. not always, potentially, yeah, but not most always. Likely, but probably maybe not. <laughs> All right, my number two top viral moments in streetwear would be Colette closing oh, its doors. That was a good one. I think that was a huge one. I think you, you, it was basically as if the the owner basically like died. died. <laughs> like yeah, everybody, like everybody was from you know the new wave of the the streetwear brands to you know the the Bobby Ben hundreds to to cause like everyone spoke about it and had their their sentimental memories of them you know maybe first visiting or first having their first collaboration etc. Yeah. So it's definitely one of those things where it's as if one of the 
I guess you can call them the old dogs in the industry passes away. Um, So RIP Colette. (laughs) But Um, that was a great one. Well, not great, but whatever. Number three would probably probably be Frank Ocean wearing that hundreds t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Subsequently sell out. The days after that's true that is and and what we talked about that for a little i don't know if we ever talked about it on an episode i don't think so but i, I think, think we talked about it we've just, talked about it before yeah, yeah but that is the epitome of that's the epitome of, of influencer yeah. strategy like dude. It, dude like it's so crazy especially yeah. with a him a, a man of his stature like okay do you think that t-shirt would have sold out if he wouldn't have if no he, no way i feel like it would have sold out at Okay, it, I'll give the hundreds credit. It, it would have sold out eventually, because it seems like a lot of their things sell out eventually. Yeah. But in terms of selling out within a given day yeah. or maybe hours, no way. Yeah. So that one was that's a that huge one was one. really surprising. That's for good. Me. That's a good one. I like yeah. that one. All right, my number three, <laughs> and yeah, my number three is actually my number one because this is my favorite viral moment in street in the street world world, is the sexual assault case with oh asap bari i felt like that was like that was your top viral that moment. was my top viral moment okay, just please because e- of, please explain before it was so listeners. it's so outrageous and what that can do to a streetwear brand because you gotta think of it a lot of these people that head up these streetwear brands are you know people that eventually start making money and start becoming well-known people in the industry, whether it's the fashion industry or the streetwear industry, or just like being around in LA or being around in New York, you you, you become a part of the, the famous circle, you know? Yeah. You meet celebrities, et cetera. To, so to finally see, and in this era of hashtag me too, to see this guy who at one point was just revered as like, oh, you're like the fashion guy of ASAP. You're like so stylish. Like that was his, his label at the time, yeah. but now, you kind of look at him with like hesitation. Yeah, like, like you don't oh, even that. you, you yeah. don't you don't give him that 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 sort of credit anymore. He's yeah. just like instantly just like I'm never wearing Velone ever again. Yeah. Just to be fair, uh, just to be uh, clear, we don't condone any of that stuff. <laughs> well, it's, it's more so it's viral in the sense of holy shit. Yeah. But it, obviously it sucks. All that shit sucks. Yeah. But that's okay, our disclaimer yeah, <laughs> cool <laughs> Good, but that was like that was uh, i thought that that was a, a, a good not a good moment i thought that that was a, a negative popular moment in streetwear it was number one in terms of how crazy it was yes okay and if we had a, a if we had a list of top three shitty moments in the streetwear world that, that would, would be also number be number one, one. Yeah. cool all right that's, that's clear <laughs> okay, that, yeah <laughs> All right, so just to round off this top three list, we're going to go with the last category, which is the top three brands of 2017. Who had the best year? Who had the best releases overall? Who made the the most impact on the culture? And in culture, I say streetwear culture, but who fucking did it for 2017? (sighs) Who do you got? Mm, Like... Part of me doesn't want to say Supreme, but like I have to give it up to them. Like that's my that's my number one also. As much as I don't necessarily like their brand, I don't. I mean, not that I don't like them. It's yeah. just like I don't necessarily care for them that much. Yeah. Um. It's kind of undeniable that they've shifted the landscape of like streetwear and what it means. Yep. Specifically with like the Louis Vuitton collab, 
things like that and <coughs> excuse me and how it's just put streetwear on sort of a new pedestal a broader it kind definitely, of definitely definitely um so you'll see a lot more people in streetwear now than yep. you did in like five years ago yeah partly in yeah in part due to supreme and i think that's my number one also just because of the the sort of cultural impact that it's had it's been worn by so many fucking celebrities in the past couple months because of the louis vuitton shit and it's just like where i don't know if it's the peak i don't know how you can get past that in terms of being a clothing brand unless they start building fucking cars and spaceships and technology then i don't think that they could ever get past tesla collab that po that would be (laughs) crazy okay never mind then i i totally take that back they have potential to still be something bigger than they are but just in terms of like you were saying that shift Mm -hmm. that's why they stand at the number one number one spot for sure my number two and this may you know cause some you know disgruntled feeling but i think balenciaga was was the second brand second top brand of 2017 they were doing so much when it came to the um the like the whole voting period and stuff like that like their clothing was out there they're they're very well known in terms of the the fashion news for being like the more outrageous like what the fuck are they doing type brand and then i remember for a good time they were covered for like their lame ass accessories of like pencils and like just random shit yeah and then they put out the uh, the triple s runners and we're like hey we can still do we can still do shit you know what i mean so i i think the way that they approached the entire year was really cool um would i personally buy any of their stuff no but i think that the way they approached it was was pretty awesome yeah um my number two would definitely be balenciaga just for the reasons you just stated um my number three would probably be Off-White, I think. Okay. I think There you go. I think Off-White killed it this year. I think they're what I like what I like about Off-White, not that I would necessarily buy any of their pieces like mm-hmm. you said about Balenciaga, but what I like is that you can you can definitely see the progression from streetwear yeah. and moving more so into like high fashion and how that kind of black and white is being mixed into that's that where they want to be yeah at the that's, end of literally the day. <laughs> the, that's literally like their mission statement yeah but yeah um i think you could th- you could see the real progress there which is why i think they had a really good year also yeah. just the collaborations that they've been doing for sure nike warby parker ikea yeah like literally <laughs> they were doing a lot they, yeah. virgil was busy he yeah. was very very busy yeah. this year he was and getting I mean, a lot done not to say that their designs are the best but in terms of like scope and amount of stuff that they did this year and how influential they are like definitely in my top three yeah Yeah. and a big part of that is having timely collaborations that make sense yeah so for for off-white like he talked about the levi's made made and crafted is what it is he did ikea he did warby parker that it just makes sense as a fashion house of what he's trying to be it makes sense so Definitely applaud to Off-White for being one of the top brands of 2017. Now, for me, I'm going to say Adidas. That's that's my what? number three is Adidas. Okay, what name like a product or like a collection? I don't, that... I don't think it was an actual product, but yeah. I think it's what they do within streetwear. So their, their impact is so crazy. It's like it's so huge. Like you got to think Adidas does stuff with Bape. It does stuff with alexander wang pharrell pharrell the human like all the the human rate human race human race shoes that came out 
um Raph Yeezy, Raph Simmons, like Rick Owens. Rick, like there, there's portion. so much yeah. influence within every facet of streetwear that you almost can't avoid it. Like I swear, when we went to New York and we went to um when we were in Soho, yeah, I saw a lot more Adidas in stores that we went to than I actually saw Nike. Which true, true. It was just a bit more relevant to me, and I was just like, "Wow, they really have a, a foothold in terms of uh, the streetwear industry." And also, they're just they're just cool now. Like it, when it comes to skateboard culture, everyone's wearing Adidas. Yeah. When it comes to just you know Yeezy looking motherfuckers, they're wearing Yeezys. Well, the you thing is, I mean? is, I think they have a better foothold on like the lifestyle market. Yeah. As opposed to like Nike, which has more of a foothold in like the performance yeah. like, aspect. Um, so I think that's how it kind of plays into streetwear a little bit more. Yeah. Like Adidas is a little bit more focused on lifestyle, skating, things like that. Yeah. So naturally that, you know, bleeds into streetwear. Yeah. So. And I think that's a good thing because when you want to sell product to a person, you want, you want that product to be affiliated with how they live. Right. So yeah. if it's like a, a skater, you don't want to think of selling them a performance skate shoe. You want to think of them as selling them a shoe that they can skate in you know what i mean like it's a shoe that they can wear when they go to the bar or a shoe that they can wear when they go here yeah or, or here so it's not really guided around technology it's more so like guided if, around if the I, lifestyle of the person, yeah if i want to if i want to look fly everywhere yeah i'm not going to wear these chunky shoes that have all this tech on it like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna wear these p-rods shout out to p-rod just yeah. because they have all this tech so what am i going to wear when i get out of the at the skate park whatever but i think i just think their attachment to people's like you said lifestyle is just a bit more like down to earth and it, it's just more relatable for for people that wear like any type of streetwear yeah yeah um did you say number three i think i did yeah i went through my number three already okay. i said off-white what's your number okay three? yeah yeah um cool so that is our top three lists of 2017. We definitely hope that you guys agree or disagree. We'd love to hear whether or not you disagree, too. I, I think that'll definitely spark a, a good you know, back and forth conversation. And, yeah, you can always DM us if you, if you have any others that you would – if you feel very strongly about that you could add to the list, I think that would really help. And we'll maybe message you back on whether or not that – that selection was trash or maybe it was actually a good selection that you made. <laughs> but before we end, let's look into 2018. Let's yeah. let's look into maybe we don't have to do a top 3, but we can say like some things that we expect to take place in 2018. Okay. And then after that, let's get into where we think this podcast is going to go in 2018 because okay. we have huge aspirations for this podcast. So why not flex for a little bit? We've been talking to you guys about <laughs> streetwear news and all this stuff for the past four and a half, three and a half, four months. So we should have uh, a couple minutes to, to sort of flex where we're going to go. But so let's talk about predictions for 2018 trends, releases that you expect to see things you're excited about. Um, me, I think a big thing that I'm predicting for 2018 is going to be the mix of like performance apparel, mm. like sports, like actual sports apparel with streetwear, Ooh. kind of bringing that back into the mix. So like leggings or like like performance leggings if you're there like a girl or yeah, like performance like yeah, like night like Ooh. Nike, Adidas, like performance 
apparel pieces mixed in with like streetwear. No, so I, I feel think that. that's gonna be like really big. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's already kind of a thing, like athleisure and another it's, it's, it's yeah, it's definitely big, but it, it could get bigger. Yeah, it could definitely it's get bigger. It's gonna be yeah. So that's one of the things. Also, like we talked about earlier, like the resurgence of Stussy. I think yep. that's gonna be big in twenty eighteen. I can't wait. I'm gonna be think, on that one. Yeah, I think that's gonna be a good uh good year for Stussy. What else? I don't know. What do you have? I feel like one of the things I'm gonna see in twenty eighteen is I think vintage is gonna slightly slowly go away. I think, think so. I, I, I think so. I think like the whole band tee thing is slowly depleting. Ah uh, yeah, that's kinda I, dead. I, I for see like that kinda kind of deading out rap tees as well. Unless you're a loyalist to that stuff then you're always wearing it. But I see that slowly depleting. Um I see things getting a little bit more like clean cut. Yep, I was gonna say like it's so, gonna be the return to like dressing up yep. a little bit. Whether yep. it's whether you're wearing big pants or you're wearing skinny stuff, everybody wants to look put together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my goals for 2018 as well. <laughs> <laughs> I currently just, looking quite just dusty. Just be put together yeah, in general. Just being put together. <laughs> Have your life together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and hopefully, after you listen to this podcast, you'll want to um, start. Well, this is one of the other things is buying things that will last so essentially yeah. basically quality over quantity within mm-hmm. things so my my tr- own personal resolution for 2018 is if it comes to buying a, a blank t-shirt maybe instead of buying it from h&m or something i'm spending you know 40 50 bucks on it and maybe it'll last me a little bit longer maybe i can wear it every so often it, it we, uh, we just want to look more put together in 2018 yeah i think that's the the biggest thing oh and, and just a random off topic one i think people are going to start dyeing their hair different colors in 2018 i mean that's yeah, definitely going to be a thing we've seen that already like these past few years more. but i think yeah I, I feel like i'm, off, I'm definitely going to see that um do i have any more for 2018 i think for me like very like 50s 60s style dress mm. which kind of ties into like dressing up a little bit more yep. i think we'll see a lot more of that in the next year or two so and a lot more a lot more flooded pants flooded and cuffs i'm yes. gonna see a lot more of that in 2018 I, i'm a big fan of that uh, of that trend i just remember being in like elementary school like what? when you're like sitting down at your desk and yeah. like your socks are showing you're like are you flooding like you look so <laughs> lame but i think that's going to be a thing um, but yeah, just overall, just more of like a cleaner looks, maybe not as gaudy with the brands, like as out there with brand names, Yeah. but more like more low key stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. people start buying like, like APC, Acne Studios, like Ooh. stuff that's just like quality over quantity. Yeah. Um, I think I could see that for 2018 for sure. But now big question and if you don't want to hear us flex for the next two minutes, turn off the podcast now. But where do you see the podcast going in 2018? What potential opportunities, um, not to reveal any secrets, but what potential opportunities could you see? I mean, I, in an ideal world, like we would be on some sort of network. There we go. So hopefully that comes about in 2018. Name one. Uh, Put it in the air. Speak into complex, existence. Complex, at us. There you go. Snobiety, there we go. Beast, I like whatever. that. Whatever. Whoever. 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 Yeah, whoever. Viceland. Vice That'd be nice. Up. That'd be real nice. Um, yeah, I mean that. Um, being able to produce content for, like, other people and, yep. like, work with other people. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, because we, we, we really enjoy creating content, whether it's, like, videos or the podcast or even just, like, taking photos. For sure, so yeah. Definitely want to work with more people going into 2018. Yeah. Um, 
merch apparel merch merch stuff like accessories that. i'm excited about i want to get the fuzzy dice out there for yeah. all you all you people you could hang it right above your uh your little rear view mirror yeah that would look that would be sick, sick. Um, that'd be cool tote yeah, bags tote bag yeah tote bags. i mean just all that just, yeah totally, i don't know what about you totally oh, agree um, yeah i mean yeah i think that covers it for me yeah all right that's that's a pretty we, we're setting some some high bars for ourselves and 2018 okay, but think about it we've made so much progress in the past oh my like, god three months, months and we're talk. we're already talking like a couple thousand listens like whether or not that's a single click in 30 seconds of a listen on on soundcloud i don't know how they do listens but three thousand even if you were to take a couple bullshit listens out of that there's probably like a thousand listens of real people that actually care about what we're saying yeah and we're only going to see that increase as we keep going yeah we have four months underneath our belt that's not even a year and if we can get come on man ten thousand listens under a year that's not impossible under the next two months that's not even we impossible got like a thousand in under two months exactly yeah. so it's like the the potential for us right now is really just we're gonna keep doing this we're gonna make sure you guys have something to listen to every friday and hopefully we're gonna start getting into i want to say creative directing or even like consulting yeah, or or just having people like pick our brains about ex- exactly yeah, yeah. We, we definitely have something to say and we feel like it's valued it's one of the reasons why we decided to use this platform because everybody wants the information that's kind of hard to get nowadays especially I mean, when you don't have like people brand owners bobby hundreds kind of does it every now and then but you don't really have people talking about it as often in terms of what's who, who's the the anchor man for for streetwear news yeah you know and what I, mean? I mean like i think that's that's a good point that you just made it's like this is one of the only platforms that allows us to have like this discussion about streetwear yeah like, there's no other i mean there's stuff on youtube and stuff like that but i mean there's no they're not talking about the shit that we really talk about yeah you know what i'm saying we so, had a a comment pretty recently talking about how I think it might have been an Apple podcast review, but it basically said like, you know, love your show, been listening to it for a while, really like how you guys cover that part of streetwear and you don't cover oh, yeah, they, the typical they said we like, focus more on like the history yeah. and like kind of like where streetwear is going and understanding of it yeah. rather than like hype Yeezy Supreme releases. And I think yeah. that's definitely going to be like that's always been our focus. We never, we didn't start this thing to talk about product drops. Yeah, that's not. We want it to be more than surface level. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's more we, of an in-depth look at what true or is, where yeah. it's going. Like you know what I'm saying. And it's wow. all about replay value because we want to be able to have these the titles of these podcasts attached to you in some sort of way. Maybe one day you want to listen about you know streetwear gentrification or you want to listen about you know american-made streetwear you can get a general you know what do you call it spark notes you can get a general spark sure, notes overview an of the an outline yeah. yeah go ahead and listen to the past episodes because that's you know the type of stuff we talk about but i also call it in 2018 you're gonna see a lot more podcasts it may oh, not yeah, be streetwear sure. but it's gonna be a lot more podcasts from some of your favorite people but that doesn't mean that you stop listening to ours. Let us be your favorite people. Exactly. So to end episode 19 and also end the year of 2017. That sounded weird. Yeah. I want to say thank, thank you, you guys so much for listening. All our listeners and likers and subscribers, anybody that's ever messaged us about advice or just wanted to say hello, whatever. Um, shout out to you guys. You guys make the podcast worth 
doing essentially um so yeah that's episode 19 of the no chance podcast we just hit hold on i'm just gonna stall for a little bit because we're almost at one hour and i just like the way it looks all right five four three two one okay episode 19 of no chance podcast we're out happy new year